Hello and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. This week we're talking about starting again and we have a special guest, my uncle, Eric Fenton. So find out about him, find out about starting again and enjoy this podcast. Have a magical week. Hello everybody and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. We're all back this week. Sorry about last week, we had some minor technical delays, but luckily you got a free video episode out of it anyway, so that's pretty cool. Uh, this week we've actually got an even bigger crew than usual, which is exciting. We've got a, uh, a guest on today. Uh, we'll get to them last, but before we do that, let's check in with the regulars and see how they've been going. So John, how have you been going over the last couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, haven't been too bad, Jess. Had a good training session last weekend thanks to the net. That went really well. Um, actually, my boy went back and they started doing their planning Sunday night. So, yeah, but then they've been locked down with COVID since, so sucks to be them. <laughs> well, good work, John. You gave them yeah. something to do while they were locked down. Yeah, <laughs> Great job. Thanks for that, John. Uh, Graham, how have you been for the last couple of weeks? Hey, Jess. Yeah, I've been good. Uh, spent uh, lots of time at home, although we did get up to Canberra last weekend to catch up with kids and obviously with, with you guys coming up from Melbourne, which was nice. Uh, and as um, for those of you who are not um, doing this video thing, I am rugged up in my unicorn Udi, uh because it is freezing out here on the veranda. I'm not allowed in the warm room with the special people. I'm good, Jess. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad at least you got the unicorn hoodie. It's good to see it on the ML podcast. It might be a first, actually, for the ML podcast, potentially. It, it, I feel it shouldn't have been, but it, it is now. Yeah. So anyway, for those who want to check that out, uh, if the video version isn't up, look forward to that. Something to look forward to. Uh, Alan, how have you been these last couple of weeks? Yeah, I've been having a great week, Jess. been doing some training around cranes. And somebody asked me recently why, and I said it's to satisfy my inner child who always wanted to play with big toys. <laughs> well, that's awesome, Alan. Love that. Uh, I'm glad that you're getting to do that. How's it going? It is going really well. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it may not be as much fun as I thought, as in one of our days we were standing out in the rain in chains on in the mud and I was questioning. That was fun when I was a lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, good work, Alan. Love that. Um, Thanks, and hopefully there's a few less rainy days for you up ahead with the rest of the training. <laughs> there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Danette, how have you been for the last couple of weeks? Yeah, Jess, been doing a bit of travelling um, down to Victoria, to Canberra, back to Victoria, and now finally home, which has been awesome. And... Um, my brother and niece have been visiting from the US. So my brother, Eric, is going to join us today. <laughs> and uh, hello, Eric. Welcome to the ML Podcast. Hey, Jess. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Uh, for people that might not know much about you, tell us a little bit about yourself. I live in the States. I've been there since 2000. Um, I work for an airline over there, so I do a lot of traveling. Basically, the United States, Hawaii, a little bit of Canada, a little bit of Mexico. Awesome. Well, good to have you on today, Eric. Very exciting. Um, now, before we get into today's topic, we always have to go to our segment, which uh, is the classic ML recommendation. And today, Danette is giving us the ML recommendation of this week. So, Danette, what have you got in store for us and our audience? Okay, so this, um, the first one is an old TED video, but it's a really popular video. So it's had over 
58 million views. So I figure can't go wrong with that one. So it's um, The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. I love Brene's books, her videos, everything, So and her podcast. Um, so I highly recommend it because it's about being courageous. So um, we think of courage um, not in terms of vulnerability often, but actually the more vulnerable we are, the better we are as leaders. So her talk is super um, powerful talk and I'd encourage everyone to, to have a look at that particular link. The other one, which is her latest book, and we talk a lot again as leaders about our emotional intelligence. And one of the things she says in her new book, which I'll just put it up here, Atlas of the Heart, is what she does is give us the language around different emotions and different feelings so that we can actually talk about what they are, but also the cause of them. So most people can sort of say, I'm mad, glad, sad, and bad. That's about the four languages they have around emotional intelligence. She delves into the differences, the nuances and stuff like that. And I think in terms of building our emotional intelligence skills, that those language around those different emotions, super important. So double whammy for um, Renee Brown, both Power of Vulnerability, her TED Talk, plus Atlas of the Heart. Absolutely recommend them, plus anything else by her. She's amazing. So great, great session, Jess. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. And that was our ML recommendation. Awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Danette. Those, those both sound really good. And I think some of them may even tie into some of the themes today. Um, because we're talking about starting again today. We've touched on it a couple of times in uh, different things, but I wanted to really dive into it as a topic for something that if you want to start again, maybe, you know, you're thinking, oh, I might want to mix up things. Maybe you want to start doing some crane work. You know, who knows? Uh, we can, we'll see how to tackle that. Um, so I, I was interested in this topic, so why not get right into it? John, when do you know it's time to start again? Well, Jess, the things that I came up with is when you're not enjoying what you're doing, and if you're like me, you probably know a long time before you actually do anything about it. So you, you know, six months ago, knew it was time for a new job, but, you know, it takes time to, to progress or to actually take those steps. So allowing yourself um, that leverage, I guess, and not being too hard on yourself that you're going to know, and it's going to take time to change. When things are a real struggle, so when you're not enjoying it, when it's a real struggle, and especially around work, if you're struggling to get out of bed, and I know we all go through these stages, but is it a stage or is it an actual time to change? So those were the, the quick ones for me, Jess. Awesome. Thanks, John. Love that. Love that. And I love that. I love that idea that you said that you might know long before you even do anything about it. I think that also is kind of a, a good point there. So thanks for that. Graham, I'll throw to you. When do you know it's time to start again? when you can't unmute yourself. Um, the I'm technically challenged. Can we start again, Jess? I the think the phrase that came up with me, which is sort of similar to what John was talking about, and I, and I can't remember where I heard it, but this idea of restless dissatisfaction. Um, so knowing that, you know, whatever cliche you want to use, we're in a rut, we're in a slump, we're just not happy. Uh, the other thing that came to mind was uh, recognising that we're tolerating a lot more things than we necessarily should. And I think for all of us, certainly it's been helpful for me from time to time is to stop and uh, and actually just reflect on what you are tolerating in your life and you know, then ask some questions around, well, why am I tolerating those? Is there an opportunity for me to 
you know, start heading in a different direction. Start again. Mm, I love that. That's such a good insight as well, Graham. I love that thing of tolerating and sort of taking a bit of a measure of your own life in that regard as well. That's such a good one. Thanks for that. Welcome. Awesome. Um, Alan, I'll throw it to you. What is, when do you know it's time to start again? Um, my uh, recommendation, or not recommendation, information actually comes from the book that Danette was just talking about. Renee Brown says it's when we've lost our passion and we feel like we're not making any progress. And I really relate to what John was saying, where we can stay in that place for a long time before we'll actually own up to ourselves to think, yes, this is not working. And to me, the challenge is, are we prepared to change? Mm, and I love that you've brought that in as well, that challenge element as well, Alan. So that that I think will come up a bit later, but that's, a, that's great. Thanks so much for that. Um, Danette, I'll throw to you, when do you know it's time to start again? So um, two, and one follows on from what everyone else is talking about, but going more broader, if you're in an industry that's stagnating, that's probably an opportunity to project forward and go, maybe I need to get some new skills and perhaps think about another industry. Um, and we're going to see that more and more in the future because the world's changing so quickly. The other one for me is if you're working in a, a workplace where your values really don't align to the values of the organisation and you're just like, I don't really want to come to work every day, that would be one that I would absolutely say that's a really um, pretty important signal to pay attention to. Mm, and, and I Thank love that. That's all right. Thank you for that. I love the um, idea of bringing in, looking at your industry as a whole as part of this. Because uh, often I, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking of it as very personal, but it, which I guess it is personal to change a job because of the industry, but still it's an interesting way to kind of look at it. Eric, I'll throw to you. When do you know it's time to start again? It's uh, the point of tolerance. Uh, for me, it is. It's, it's kind of tapping on, touching on what everybody else is kind of headed towards. There's a certain point where... We feel this, I don't know, unhappiness, unsatisfaction. We know there's something more. We are so much creatures of habit. And to be able to stop and to get out of, you know, the everyday cycle, actually listen to, to what's going on in yourself and around you as to what you really want. And then having the courage, you know, okay, it is, you know, I've had enough. It's time to shift, to change into something else, something that's better for yourself and those around you. Mm, love that, Eric. Thanks so much for that. Great insight there. Um, I just wanted to throw on one thing that sort of based on this, uh, a little maybe technique people might be able to use. I heard this from Hamish Blake, uh, who people know from Hamish Nandy. Uh, he, he, he said it was a rule that he got told by a bikey um, about when to get a tattoo. Okay, this is how you should know you should get a tattoo which is that if you think about it every day for a year, but I think that could also apply in this scenario that if you are thinking about, I need to get out of this industry every day for a year, it's probably not a bad uh, indicator there. So anyway, thanks for that. Hopefully, hopefully that kind of worked. Um, all right, well, let's jump onto question number two here. And I might start with Danette for this one. What are some good ways to start again? Um, so I think the first one is to change your mindset so i hear people say all the time oh, i'm too young i'm too old i'm too 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 and it's like just change your mindset this is about us learning and continuously growing so it doesn't matter what age you are what your excuse is listen to the excuse and then flip it and go i can do this um and for me the other one i had here is 
make sure you do some research, talk to your people in your network and outside your network about the, what you're looking to move towards and start to change your story about who you are. So don't talk about yourself as who you currently are, but start to talk about who you are in this new role. So you start to change your story to who you're moving towards. Great, great question, Jess. Yeah, that was cool. And I like that it sort of brings that manifesting part into it as well. Thanks for that, Danette. Um, Alan, I'll throw to you. What are some good ways to start again? Um, one for me, Jez, is it's to do something different. And I relate to what uh, Danette said earlier on about doing different training. Like for me at the moment, I'm doing different courses around cranes because I'm not sure where it'll lead. But again, in Brene's book, she said, luck is where opportunity meets preparation. And I think we can do things along the way that one day when an opportunity comes up for a new job or a new identity for ourselves, if we've done a little bit along the way, as opposed to just staying in our comfort zone, all of a sudden that opportunity is something that we can grab hold of. Mm. And that is that is uh, a great insight, Alan. And it reminds me, like I do a little bit of freelance work and that really is all it is. You just hope, you just do as much as you can and then you just wait for a, a job that hopefully fulfills that role. But if you don't do the stuff beforehand, you can't apply for it. So um, I definitely feel that and I think it's a great insight. Thanks for that, Alan. Graham, I'll throw to you. What are some good ways to start again? A um, couple of things come to mind which flow out of... Uh, what Danette and, and Al said. Um, and one was to think more about moving towards something rather than moving away from it. So it's you know, the old cliche about uh, when you ask somebody what they want, it's, it's a lot easier for us most of the time to say what we don't want rather than what we do want. So we end up in this sort of headspace of moving away from the things that we don't want or we, we, we're tired of tolerating them. And I think going back to Danette's point about moving towards is get really clear on even if it's not exactly what you want or even if you don't know what you want, which to Alan's point about just do something different. Uh, it's think about moving towards something rather than moving away from it. And, and the other thing really quickly was um, recognise that your brain is not going to be your friend. This goes back to Eric's comment about habit. And we are creatures of habit and our brain loves habits because it's low energy consumption. So recognise that your brain is not necessarily going to be your friend and don't try and do it on your own. Yeah, and um, Graham, I think that last point is a, a pretty good one. I might even just stay with you just for a second. Um, in terms of not doing it on your own, what might be some places to look? Uh, is, there, is there any that spring to mind? Well, I, I think um, it can be something as simple as uh, reading a book, just taking in new information or different information. Uh, I think I like Al's comment about um, take action, you know, just do something because action is is so important in all of this but usually for us to take an action we have to think differently in the first place because thought normally precedes the action um so even something as simple as reading i was uh, there's a study in 2010 in the uk where they studied 26,000 teenagers and bizarrely what they found was that um teenagers who and i'm not religious in any way shape or form this is more a spiritual thing but they found that people the teenagers who read the bible more regularly generally had a better sense of purpose and meaning in their life who knew so there have been other studies since then to show that even something as simple as reading and it doesn't have to be the bible it doesn't have to be a religious text it can be fiction it can be poetry but one of the things it does is helps us think differently about who we are where we are and what's possible 
So yeah, even just you know, picking up a book, good place to start. Atlas of the Heart. That's Read it. that one. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for that, Graham. There it is. And Danette's showing that right there. Beautiful. Thanks so much for that, Graham. Um, John, I'll go to you. What are some good ways to start again? For me, Jez, it was take time to sit and reflect. You know, what's your purpose? What do you want to do? A lot of us have gone into jobs, like we leave school, um, not really knowing what we want to do, and we get into a career path that leads us to certain areas and we just keep following that career path because we then, you know, along the way we've picked up a, a car loan and a mortgage, you know, we pick up a relationship and have kids and and suddenly we're, and we're stuck or we're caught in we need money and it may not be where my passion is, but it gives me the finances to be able to pay for all these other things or to do certain things. So there was a report in, in the Australian news, I think last week or the week before, about how there are all these jobs out there and, and you know, well-paying jobs. Um, if you want a career change, now's the time to do it. So, but where do you want to go? What do you want to do? So do a stock take of what, you know, what are you getting out of? What you're in at the moment and are you doing it for the money um, or are you doing it for the enjoyment or you're learning from it or what can you be doing and I, lo I love the idea of that what you know put yourself in that the next job is going to be you know that's the sort of person I am so but take a do a stock take um, I've got a chiropractor who gets bored and uh, sorry a physio who gets bored and he one of the things he did was taught himself how to pick locks you know and it's do something different. Change your mindset. And yeah, suddenly my house was broken into. No, it wasn't. Um, Can you but, uh, send me his email address, John, please? Thanks. <laughs> no problem. But um, yeah, do something different that's small. It's you know changes your mindset. I think is is well worth worthwhile. I read on a calendar calendar one time that um, when you find you're riding a dead horse, the best thing to do is to get off. So what are you going to do to get off if if it's time to change? Awesome. Thank you so much for that, John. Love that. There's very there's a lot in there. So that was such a good one. Thanks so much. Uh, Eric, I'll throw to you. What are some good ways to start again? I think you have to stop and you really do have to listen sometimes. Um, I mean, there's obviously areas of motivation externally, but also too, I think sometimes this is coming from an introverted perspective is just to sit and listen, but you have to make that space, whether it's, you know, before you go to bed, when you wake up first thing in the morning, listen to what your unconscious mind is telling you and take the time to process that. Because usually when you find that thing that you do enjoy or those things you enjoy, there's a feeling inside that registers with you. And then obviously taking that path to head in that direction, at least try that direction. Beautiful. Yeah, I love that. And uh, I love that little unconscious thing and listening to yourself. It's a great tip in general. So thanks for that, Eric. All right. Yes, can uh, I add yeah. one other thing that I'm seeing a lot? We're getting way more um, inquiries from people who are looking at their careers and stuff. And so coaching and mentoring are two other things that people, you know, if you're not sure, bouncing ideas off people who've got more experience, I suppose, can be helpful too. Mm. Love that. Yeah, that's a great insight there as well. And another another helpful hint there. So thanks very much, everybody, for those answers. Great stuff. Very, uh, very powerful. I'm learning a lot today. Um, final thing, final question here, and I'll start with you, John. What are some benefits to starting again? 
So one of the benefits, I think, and I may be a bit obscure, but is you get to be scared again. You get to learn and relearn and you you get to feel that vulnerability that Tanette was talking about earlier, that suddenly I'm in a position where, you know, I'm not that big fish in the small pond, I'm quite the opposite. But there are people around you that you can learn from or, you know, you get to, to retrain yourself. So benefits of that, uh, I think, are, are quite large when you start to relearn rather than just focusing on what you know, because what you know is probably very quite small. So I'll leave it at that one for Jess. Love that, John. And I love that you're making being scared a positive thing. It's always, I, I love that. That's, uh, that's a great one. Thanks for that. Uh, Graham, I'll throw it to you. What are some benefits of starting again? I think um, one of the, one that stands out a lot for me, which part goes back to John's answer is um, just around resilience and recognizing that, that part of resilience is having this idea of self-efficacy. So where we believe that we are capable of things. Um, so when we decide to go in a different direction to start again, to try something new, like hanging off a crane, why would you do that, Al? But anyway, one of the things it does, apart from, so the, the whole scare thing, as long as our headspace is, is right, um, fundamentally changes the way we feel. It changes the way we think about ourselves, which shifts our energy, which then has an amazing ripple effect on others around us. So it's, it's that classic cliched win, 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 win. Yeah, and I, I love that as well. Like I said, when I came up with this topic, I was really thinking of it as a personal thing, but you're making it a broader point that it can help other people yeah. even seeing you. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Absolutely. Love that, Graham. Thank you very much. Alan, I'll throw to you, what are some benefits of starting again? The one coming up for me, Jazz, is to live those dreams we had when we were little kids. I so relate to what John was saying about sitting on a dead horse. It can be comfortable to stay there. And yes, we can get into those situations because we needed the income. I remember a story of a guy, he was about 40 years old. And like the net said, you know, he thought he was too old to live out his dreams of becoming a pilot. And he just, he got a, in with a new group of shearers, so a new tribe. And one of the guys in that tribe said, why don't you? And sure enough, he joined the flight school in the local town and he's now a pilot for a Jetstar. And he had all the excuses in the world to say, I'm just a shearer and now he's living out his dream and couldn't be happier. That's that's such a good story, Alan. Love that. That's a really great example. And that's true. You, you, that is exactly what we're talking about today. So that's perfect. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Danette, I'll throw to you. What are some benefits to starting again? So um, our theme this month is adaptability quotient. And so it fits right in with that because the world's changing so fast. The more we go, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. You, one, become more confident because you give it a go. Um, and confidence comes from the action, not from thinking and researching. It actually comes from taking the, the steps like Alan and John and Graham were talking about and Eric as well. And so the second one is it boosts your ability to be adaptable because you're trying new things and learning that, hey, you know, sometimes I'll learn from them. Sometimes they won't go according to how I hoped they would. And sometimes you'll nail it and you go, yes. But in each of them, you'll learn stuff and you'll become more adaptable, more flexible, which is absolutely skills we need in this day and age. Mm. And I love that just looking to the future as well, part of it as well, just in general. I think that's a great point. 
Eric, I'll throw to you. Uh, what are some benefits to starting again? You can basically you can reinvent yourself if you choose to. You can let go of those anchors that have been holding you back, and pretty much, if you've got the open mindness to it and the um, the you know the forward thinking, you know, focused on the better facets of yourself and allow them to mature even more so. So whether it be like Graham focusing on becoming better dressed in public, becoming a better team player. Not entirely sure that's possible, Eric, but uh, thank you. <laughs> nice lead though. <laughs> we, can we can live in hope, right? <laughs> you, you <really> <laughs> If you're um, if you plan that, you really can, I think, allow those better parts of your personality to become even more so. So, if, for example, you've been a little bit more reserved, more introverted, you can focus more on actually becoming more outgoing and connecting with more people. If there's an area of expertise you want to develop, you can, like, instead of avoiding it, zero in on it sooner rather than later make those connections to help develop that part of your personality. So it's almost like an open slate, but be aware that you don't fall back into those, those habits that we have. <laughs> Thanks for that, Eric. Amazing stuff. Um, thank you all so much for today. It's been a, it's been a great episode. I've loved chatting to everyone. Um, we'll just get some final thoughts going on. And Eric has just uh, chucked on a great beanie there. So uh, he's looking <laughs> looking warm there. Um, all right, Danette, I'll start with you here. Final thoughts on starting again. So um, I love a quote from Robin Sharma, which he says, don't live the same year 75 years in a row. That's beautiful. Short and sweet. Love that one, Danette. Thank you. Alan, I'll throw to you final thoughts on starting again. Expectations is coming up for me, Jez, and I love John's analogy of you know, riding the dead horse. You know, it can be really comfortable sitting on that dead horse and it's having the expectation of it's going to feel uncomfortable getting off that horse and jumping on a new one. That's it. Thank you so much for that, Alan. Uh, Graham, I'll throw to you final thoughts on starting again. What if our first and most important responsibility was to be the best version of ourselves? What if we just start from there? Yeah, I think that's a great point and a great way to look at this whole thing, to be honest. I think, and uh, I think, yeah, I, I even think that there's a whole podcast probably in that as well. Um, but that's a, a great, great little bit there, Graham. So thank you for that. And John, final thoughts on starting again? Starting again can be quite scary. Um, but that, that reinventing yourself, I think, is really important because out of that comes that confidence, that adaptability and that sense of achievement. Um, and if you can get over that scared and taking that first step, there's so much you can achieve. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much for that, John. And Eric, final thoughts on starting again. How do we know what we don't know? And I think as we look back, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 
and primary school, secondary school, I had no idea who I was back then. In five years, in 10 years, who I'm going to be really, if I'm honest with myself. So I think we have to give ourselves the opportunity to, to delve down, down those paths and become who we can be. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you all so much today. First of all, it's been so good to see you again after a week's break. It's always good to see everyone again. So thanks for being on. Um, and thanks for such a good podcast. It's, it came back in form, I have to say to everybody. Uh, thank you to everybody that's been listening. We've been having some great numbers and people have been really jumping in on that. So we love that. Uh, and just to everybody here and to everybody listening, I want to say have a magical week. Thanks, Jess. Nice one. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks,